Welcome back to Running Back with Max and RJ. And per usual, after a Spurs oh. game, David mm-hmm. Sears is right here. So not that much room for chit-chat. Although I did learn today, you used to be a radio DJ? I used to be a radio DJ. <laughs> that oh, is whoa. fantastic. I had no idea. KJ97? Wow. Okay. The country station? Yeah. I worked there. And then there used to be a station right behind the station. Right behind the TV station, there was a station. It was called Kitty Kono. Mm. K-I-T-Y was the FM and Kono was the AM. And then it went to Power 93. And wow. I was the hit man. So what you would did, you spin, man? 80s, uh, Def 70s? Leppard, <laughs> okay. uh, Duran Duran. Classic rock. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all those records. I set, I set my a personal best one night. I was working overnights. Mm-hmm. And in one hour, I played five songs. And that was it. In one whole hour. Because that's when all the dance versions were coming out. And they were like 12 right. minutes long. Yeah. And it was just yeah. disco in the background. It was, it was. It was whatever the dance version was. <laughs> I mean, Duran Duran had dance mixed versions of songs. And I like put on a song and like I got five in one hour. That's the least I ever did. Wow, good times. That's All that right, yeah. Yeah, that was a good record. Wait, so did and you now, you just yeah. did DJing or did I you mean, actually get to talk Spurs? I did. I did. Uh, started off as just DJing, just mm-hmm. spinning records. Man. There you go. Stacks cool. of wax. In what the was back. your what was your DJ name? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's laughing. Andrew's back. Um, by the way, the Hitman. The Hitman. I like that. The Hitman. What? Boom. <laughs> That's fantastic. Why? All right. Well, anyway, anyway, I worked where I got to do some sports and uh, actually covered the uh, 86 NLCS oh. for the radio station and the TV station. But I went out there for the radio station, too. Huh? Cubs? No, it was a, uh, it was a uh, Mets and the uh, Astros. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, you know, speaking Mike of sports. Yeah. Guys, speaking of. Yeah. Scott? Speaking of sports. <laughs> and, uh, we have uh, we Manu Jersey Manu, retirement tonight. Manu, 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 Manu. <laughs> so let's just, we'll start off on an optimistic Manu, note. Optimistic. You've been covering Spurs for a long time. Ooh. What is your favorite Manu moment? Oh, that's a tough one because there's several. We were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the block on James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was going to use that one, but that's more recent. The bat. That's a good one. The jam over Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. And I think years and years ago, I think he hit a half quarter against Phoenix yeah. in Phoenix. Yeah. I think it was in the playoffs. And then the thing I liked the most about him was his hustle. And I, mm-hmm. I said this earlier, I don't, he wasn't like a great scorer. He wasn't out there, you know, scoring 35 a night, but he had, he had hustle all the time. And every time he went on the floor, you could, you knew he was going after a loose ball. You knew he was going to come up with some crazy pass. But he hustled all the time, and he had class. He was one of the classiest guys you ever want to come across on the floor and off the floor. He was just—he was just a great overall guy, and his, his jersey deserves to be hanging yeah. up there with the rest of the. I guys. think. Did you think it was going to happen this soon, though? Yeah. I yeah, still, I figured it as soon as he retired. Yeah, they did it with Tim yeah. right away. Yeah. I think it was Tim retired that summer, and then they had it. I mean, even sooner than what they're doing, Manu. I think it was like yeah. a November game. I yeah, think I'm, Tim probably was just like, "Get me out of the way!" Like whatever you're going to do. I'm actually surprised they way. waited this long to. to do, I figured they'd get it done in November or December. Right. You yeah. Know, but yeah, but. And maybe they had to figure out some scheduling stuff with Parker. Yeah. Uh, interesting that Tony flew back with the team yeah, after the that, loss to that? Charlotte. Yeah, uh, that was interesting. He got printed um, out numbers. Well, he, now. Had play, he had <laughs> played. He has not played. Yeah. In, in, I almost said three weeks. I think, it looked like five games he hadn't played. Yeah, so. yeah I, I'm going to say as far as Manu Ginobili, 2005 really kind of could have won the co-MVP with Tim Duncan in those NBA finals, mm-hmm. that seven-game series, series against Detroit. And you talked about the dunk on Chris Bosh. <laughs> that was really the first year that – I was out there kind of doing stuff for KSAT.com and for Spurs stuff. When he dunked that ball, that arena, the AT&T Center, it's the only time I've ever heard it or felt it shake mm-hmm. to the point where, I mean, you could feel the rattling in the arena. And mm-hmm. I'm guessing in older arenas it was more common. But at the AT&T Center, to hear, like, 
where your ears were actually ringing after that dunk because I think they were down by about 15 points yeah. in game five. Everyone was kind of kind of hesitant because everyone was like, oh, man, we're going to blow this game, have to go back to Miami. Manu, and they got on this crazy run, and Manu kind of put an emphasis, exclamation point on it with that dunk. That building was nuts at that moment. The only other time I've ever heard it that loud was in the Hemisphere Arena. Ah, yeah. I mean, the, the Alamo Dome, no way. I mean, you know, you had 50 yeah. yards behind yeah. you that was yeah. wide open and <laughs> yeah. it's like cameras. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. There's no way. But but yeah, that was that was awesome. And oh, by the way, Tony mm-hmm. Parker hadn't played in five games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he done? I, there's some issues there. Okay, Charlotte. we'll talk about that yeah. next week. So yeah. it's, it's we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll bring it up because I don't want to forget. So RJ and I were talking the other day mm-hmm. about how Manu right now could go down as the the fan favorite spur. What is your take? Whoa. Um, of all time. Because because of, of the worldwide presence he has, because of being from a foreign country and the people in Argentina love him, and because he's got such a such a a, a worldwide fan mm-hmm. base, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what about as here far in San Antonio? Local, I, I, That's a tough one. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you ever hung around George Gervin and you ever go anywhere with George Gervin, I mean, Iceman. You always know when George Gervin's in the building because you can hear his laugh. He's got the biggest boss's laugh ever. You know he's there. (laughs) But people still love the Iceman. I mean, and he's the reason why this franchise is where it is today. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, that's... Where would you rank Manu? Ah, See, that's that's a tough one because I've been around so long. If you could go go your your top three. One A and B. Sure. Could I do Even that? though it's basically one could and two, but yeah, one, one, who's your one A? One A, one B, or could I do? I, I, I just probably I guess Manu because of because of the longevity. He stayed here his whole career, mm-hmm. and the ice was traded, and he went and he came back, but he but he came back to San Antonio, and he, and he lives here, and and uh, but you know I would probably have to give if I was going one A and B, I'd probably have to give one A to Manu and one B to to, to wow. ice. Yeah, and but, it's it's two Tim. But I just. Yeah, two would be Tim. Well, Tim and Tim Tony Dave. and David. I mean, you I mean, know, that's how do you, my. How do you? Where do you, I mean? Right. How do you separate those guys? No, and that would be my you thing know? is that we're not saying the greatest spur of all time. I think no, that's Tim the Duncan. No, the fan but favorite. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah the fan Tim, favorite. Tim right. I mean, but see, even then, in I mean, my, that's a tough one. I would say from my sort of generational point of view, I did not get to see George Gervin play. Of course, he's beloved here. Um, Manu and David Robinson, I think, are the yep. two most beloved figures. And I would say Manu's connection to the Latin community, yep. the fact that he spoke Spanish and that he's he kind an of represented, friendly guy. Too. He kind of represented a lot of uh, the a lot of the roots in the communities here. I think that made a big difference. And like you said, Manu, every time he was on the floor, just up twenty, down twenty, you were you were gonna get 110% you get 110% from him. Yeah. And, but but that's the difference between you and me and the fact that I saw Gervin and right. I saw what he yeah. meant to this community. And, and even when they traded him, man, you, ooh. Well, you wow. have stories of, tough. you have stories of Gervin hanging but out with the baseline bums, bums after the game. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at so a bar or, you know, just it's, hanging it's, out. It's, it's just different. Bums. I mean, I played yeah. golf with Gervin. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just kind of, it's just kind of a different, it's always tough to, to compare eras right. and, and people from different Do you eras, guys have but, any like insider but, uh, stories from covering Mono? Uh, Either funny interviews, funny reactions. Oh, he, was, he was always he was a he was a great interview. Mm-hmm. Never turned you down. You, he was like, "Can I have the night off?" Yeah, sure, you know, because he was always there. Well, you had one of and, the first exclusive interviews with him, and, didn't you? Uh, I chased him down in the hotel, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know that's the story we want to hear. Yeah, I think I think yeah. And he yeah. came down and we did this. 
And they were like, okay, we're all going to get in trouble from the Spurs when this is all over because he wasn't <laughs> supposed to talk. But he did. He came down. But no, he never, he was always always a great guy, always always fun to talk to. Yeah. And then as, as we kind of grew older, he would come out and do interviews, and he would look at me, and a lot of times he would let me have the first question because we were both like, you know, older. So we'll give it to the old guy first. Yeah. Sorry, RJ. He was just like a little around me. Yeah, people so. in the community always say that, you know, he's the, uh, you know, he was the nicest guy, I think, on and off the court. I think that's the biggest sort of uh, legacy yep. that he sort of leaves behind. But you know what? Another, another thing that I find interesting is the fact that Tim Duncan, where does he live? San Antonio. Yeah. Where's mm -hmm. Manu going to live? Well, he San lives Antonio. here. Yeah, he lives here. I mean, he's traveling. So he's traveling, he's like but, the but where, is his, where is his home? Man right now. <laughs> San Antonio. Tony Parker still yeah. has a home in San Antonio. Yeah, where do you think Tony Parker is going to live? Right. Yeah. I mean, I just I find that amazing, and I find that yeah. I mean, that's just that's just that culture. That's yeah. just these guys, and they're not afraid to go out. And then well, I think it's I mean, also you know, a testament to San Antonio. No, no. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. It's it's what, and that good takes you all the way back to back to back to the old guys. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a real quick break, and you brought up Tony Parker, so we're going to talk about. Charlotte. Okay. All right. Sounds good. good. All right. Well, welcome back. And you're singing the Manu song. You're still here. Right. You're still here. You know what? Yeah, you still got time before the noon. Might as well keep talking Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's 11:39. We can see the yeah. around Texas right there. Um, so, so last night, what happened? I mean, what went wrong? Man. Um, I mean, it was. A, it was. A, they scored more points. It was a must-win. I mean, if you want to move up, you don't want to play the Warriors. Uh, see, we were talking about that earlier. Okay, first off, they didn't play defense on the road like they like normally on the road. They don't do. Which they I still don't understand. Defense. Why are they such a problem on the road? So here's here's a little bit of what I noticed because we saw that that James Harden and Kemba Walker, two elite guards, really had some standout games against the Spurs. We've been talking a lot about Derek White, and Derek White is generally the guy assigned to them. He's going to, I think Derek's going to have to learn how to play through a few things. He's still technically a rookie, but now they're running him mm -hmm. off of a ton of screens. He's having to fight through screens, figure out pick and rolls, figure out, you know, which way to kind of go, who, how to attack. There you go. Seriously. Oh, <laughs> David, you lost your Wait, mic for we a just second. all the Manu stuff? <laughs> no, it was on there for a minute. Okay, good. I think you got all excited to hear Ty. Either yeah. way, it probably picked up um, on me and RJ's. But that's that's what I'm going to say. I, I think that if Derek White's going to be this sort of stopper for them and help them on the defensive end, he's going to have to learn to kind of read these offenses and figure out ways to get back yeah. on his guy because they're doing a lot of different things now to get White off of these guys. And that's a great point. And to, and to continue that point, they might end up having to give him a little bit of help. Yeah. They didn't give him any help last night at all. Well, and actually, they did a couple of times. And a couple of times they gave him help. There's three guys surrounding Walker, and he didn't mm -hmm. score. Yeah. But when he was able to get by Derek White, there was nobody back there. Yeah. It's like you can't rely on this kid all the time to go one on one with these great players all the time. You got to give him some help. The every problem now, I see is when you have teams like Harden and Kemba, there's no one else on that team. No offense, Chris mm. Paul. He's past his prime. He can't drop no. 25, 30 in a no. night. You have Harden, who literally needed to drop 61 points to win that game. They were yeah. losing with, what, three minutes left in the game? And flop. Yeah. Anyways. But that's regardless <laughs> of the I'm going to grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> you get the auto. Yeah. <laughs> but even last night with Kemba, there's no one else. I guarantee no one in this room could name seven guys on the Hornets right now. Well, I learned Dwayne seven Bacon players. On, yeah, Bacon on there. After Dwayne Tony Bacon, Parker, who had the best day of his career he did, yesterday. Yeah, he did. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, everyone says, oh, the Rockets can't go far in the playoffs. All they have to do, or if some team just triple teams hard. So why don't teams do that in the regular season? I mean, why didn't the Spurs do that? 
What are you going to have? My boy uh, Austin Rivers dropped 30 points? <laughs> they're saving it for the playoff. Hopefully. So they're going to let him get I mean, a three seed? I don't know. This was a bad I, yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't know why they did. I mean, but look what they did against Boston the other night. Uh, I'm not taking that with a grain of salt, though, because Boston's not Boston. Boston looks like it looks much sleep, better on paper than they do a little bit, and Boston didn't have Tate. I mean, okay, I just injuries, like a road win. I don't no, care who I, it I, is. I'm with you, and I thought I mean, actually, I mean, they beat them. And yeah, that was a good. That was thing. a win. Yeah. A win I, is a win. Here's the deal. I thought that, I thought they were so, going to go one and two on this trip. I thought the Charlotte game was actually the one that they were going to win. Mm-hmm. Should have probably won still, even after this sort of bad defensive 10, performance. They should have won. And Charlotte went on the 10 all run, and y'all look up and like, wait a minute. Yeah. Spurs I went came to the back. fridge and they were up 10. I come back from the fridge and they're down. And so what happened? Spurs came back. Rewind the um, thing yeah. and figure it all out. I'm like, ah. Oh. Came back, got the lead late in the game, and uh, DeMar could not uh, could not seal the deal there. Which has also been the kind of a second half, too. He thing. had a great second yeah. half, and he yeah. couldn't hit that last shot. I, I saw a great real. stat. DeMar is one of only like four players with, what was it, 20-some points, six assists, and like five rebounds. Yeah. Well, here's the other. But thing, But I'm not too, saying that, anything bad about Demar. They wouldn't be where they are if it wouldn't be. Right. Well, the, yeah, yeah, and Lamarcus. I mean, we didn't even talk about yeah. Lamarcus's. What was it, fifty or forty-eight point 48, game? 48, yeah. 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 I mean, he couldn't miss anything. No. Wow. Very inconsistent on the road, and that's why I mean, mm-hmm. I even go back to the Miami loss. That to me was a worse loss than the Houston loss, and maybe even last night's loss because you just you they got to win these these home games. I mean, they cannot give up any more home games because none of these other teams in the Western Conference are losing. I mean, the Clippers, the fact uh, that the Clippers already clinched the five playoff seed. They're the 5 is, seed right I mean, now. is pretty impressive and they would get Portland now who Portland's missing McCollum, the Jokic is out mm-hmm. for Portland. That'd be a series I could see the Clippers and winning easily. That's what's so hard about it. I mean, they won 9 straight and barely moved into the playoffs and then they lose two and they're like Done. It's like, where'd they go? They're so right. my question is, well, they'll be in the eight. They're in the eight seed, at least. And I mean, there's still a few games left, so right. you could move up to the seven. seven yeah. So you can move up to the seven. Mm-hmm. Maybe I six. mean, maybe six. But again, you can't lose any more games. No. So it's one up. of those things. What do the chances look like if they do face the Warriors in the first round? Well, so you say the Warriors, but the Warriors in Denver are still mm-hmm. battling it out. They're tied right now. They're tied. The last I saw, the Warriors so, were up. So, I mean, I looked this morning and they were tied. Aren't they tied? They are tied. They're tied. They're tied. Yeah. yeah. So, so, there you go. I mean, so they're still at, battling. At that so, point, do you stri- like strategize? Uh, and do you want the 7 or 8 seed? Because if you well, see that the Warriors are in the 2 seed, <laughs> are you like, up. you know what? Let's lose a little bit. No, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so they got 20. So, the Warriors have lost 23 and the Nuggets have lost 23. So, mm-hmm. they're both 50 and 23. I think who's on top right now? Who's got the tiebreaker? Uh, Golden State. Golden State, okay. Golden State but, has crushed Denver in all yeah. their games. Yeah, because it's a power move. It's, it's a, exactly well, sure, but exactly. But I mean, yeah. you know, there's a chance that uh, that uh, Denver plays back to back against Portland, and until the two guys got hurt, that was going to be a tough back to back. So, but I mean, now that those two I, guys, th- for Portland you know what? Are I got. I think they're going to split those. I think Dame think will so? put the team on his back for at least uh, one of them. I don't know, but I mean. Are you that fearful of the Warriors? I mean, yes. the Spurs beat them? Yes. Are you that fearful yes. of them? Yes. You're that scared of the Warriors? I'd give the Spurs one game. That, I mean, they, but they've lost. This, this is one of the worst records they've had since they all got together. And, and yet they're still like at the top. And right now they're right? still at the top of the mountain. I, no, I, I agree. I think like you said, if it comes down to that final game when the Spurs are hosting the Mavs, which is probably going to be Dirk Nowitzki's final game, by the way, um, I think Do that's... We know that? I don't 
know, but I, I think it will be. They're already kind of That's sending him off. That's at home. Yeah. But if I ain't scared, of I nobody. think it'll be very interesting to see what the Spurs do and how they approach it. If they know that, That's you know, of realistic. They get, if they could get to seven and avoid Golden State, I think they're going to try and do that. If they I, lose and get Denver in the first round, I think they're going to try and you do rest that. your starters. <laughs> yeah, just, it's the Drew Eubanks. Yeah. Oh yes! Watch he goes off for forty. But that leads him to victory. Yeah, yeah I would be surprised. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So the question is, uh, what's going on right. with Tony? Ooh, I think he's done. I mean, we're still talking I Spurs. I think you next can't... year at this time we're retiring Tony Parker's jersey. Okay. If he's so, not going to play now, if they're all, if they're, I mean, he's giving us a rest. But if they're, mm-hmm. if he's not going to play now, and and Charlotte's like looking at. All this, all these young guys, Bacon and Walker and, and Devontae all, Graham, Malik Monk. Yeah. 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 So when where where does he fit in? Was he gonna yeah. be a coach player but never play? I mean, that's, coach? yeah. Well, and, he had an interesting. So, I saw an interesting thing on Twitter. A uh, reporter asked him, "Hey, Tony, are you suiting up?" And then Tony basically just said, "I don't know." And that so was I, yeah. basically the. And then he flies back with the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, why, that why, is why, a, Tony has to that is back. an interesting part. Can we talk about that for a second? He flew back with the Spurs. Are you surprised? No, not at all. He's going to Manu's. I'm not but it's just one all. of those things where you don't hear that. Well, but don't they have a game? But no, they're don't not. Don't they have a they're game done. in LA? Yeah, on Friday. Oh, on Friday. So okay, leave, so they're not. He'll okay. leave tomorrow night right. after after this early Friday morning. If he's not playing, yeah, yeah, what does it matter? I'll, I'll get there when I get there. Yeah, you're right. They're, you know, okay, they so, don't play. Yeah. But I think so, no, if you're no, the no if you're yeah. the Hornets, you so, uh, shout out to Andrew. He's got printed out things now. We're not. <laughs> yeah. We've moved up and above. All right, the, Andrew, uh, we're gonna wrap because they're yes. gonna go. But anyway, the notebook. Oh, man, I gotta go do a new show. Oh yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I just I, if he's not playing now and and they're and they're headed towards youth, retire. I'm I'm thinking. If I'm the Hornets, I ask them to stay around for one more. Years. This is for what? Ride the bench and get free rides on the I'm, plane and have you free get, lunch? You make the paycheck. That's six more million dollars. <laughs> He's got enough money. What he own a French? Team? All you have to do is sit on the well, bench. How and much play. more money do you need? He lives in San Antonio. It's this six million dollars. Come on, he's got hundreds of millions of dollars. What do you you still got, you know six what? Million, really? Six million to, really? to just coast. To just coast yeah. and, and be with, be away from your family and your wife and yeah. all your friends here in San Antonio? Six million dollars, six million dollars. Andrew's yelling at us, you got to show. that's why he stays, I'll be surprised. But if he's going to get to play, okay, but I got to go. But 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 That's I, been a very interesting development uh, to see what's going on with TP. Yeah, I mean, now see, we'll I think, see what he I decides to do here. I, I yeah. think he's, he's going to call it a career. All right. All right, wrap it up. Yes. March 28th he's, next he's going year, the, the hard wrap it up. All right, welcome back. David Sears mm-hmm. had to actually go to the noon show. Right. Shout out to him. Um, my thing is, I don't want to like harp on this too much. I, if I'm Tony, you know, you made a commitment to the Hornets. Why retire after one year? He wasn't. It's not like he joined the the Warriors for two years. You know what I mean? Like he right. joined the Hornets. They weren't really in like championship contention. You weren't going to go there and win another ring. Yeah. You were going to go and get your money. Well, again, I think what was promised to him from uh, James Borrego was more of a role with the team. So I think Tony already knew that, hey, I'm going to be coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be kind of a a mentor to, you know, some of the younger guys. But at the same point, I mean, think of like what happened with Pau Gasol. I mean, Pau was not getting any time. He was not playing at all, just sitting at the end of the bench. I mean, these are iconic players that, you know, I think they know that for the most part that their prime is pass them by, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, you but have they to still want to have some relevance to, you know, the team and still be able to to help the team. So 
if Tony's not getting that there, I don't know where else he's going to get it. And I don't know what, what the contract specifics are. Anyway, with Tony, if well, it was two years, twelve million, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe like two ten or something like that. But was he able to opt out after this year? Because I, I, I don't. If there was a, if there's an opt out, I'm sure he'll take it. But I didn't know if there was an opt out. If there's not an opt out, I mean, you stay and you get the money, and you you do work as kind of a role model, especially if if Kemba leaves. That's another caveat sure. that we really didn't yeah. talk about. Yeah, the fact yeah. is that Kemba is going to be a free agent this year, one of the more marquee free agents, and if he leaves. I mean, you bring in what do you, you draft a rookie, yeah, or you bring in someone. But Tony is definitely guaranteed more playing time there. So you're looking at the contract right now. What does it read? Uh, so we're looking at yeah, it was uh, two years, uh, ten million. Okay. Uh, but I don't see any sort of outs. So so what was last year? What was uh, this year? So this year it's five million. Okay. And then, next uh, year is five. It's five point two. Yeah. Okay. So I don't see any outs with him. I, there's not like any you know player uh, mm. opt out or team opt out there. So. I, you know, we'll see what happens with it. Maybe like, you know, David was saying, maybe Tony's like, eh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to put myself through this. Again. I think he waits to see what Kemba does. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. That, because that if Kemba, you know what, maybe he likes Kemba, maybe, yeah. you know, Kemba takes all the playing time because Kemba's playing 40 minutes a night. Right. Yeah. Well, they're in a playoff run here, so they're playoff in a desperation mode. Yeah, playoff so, contention. I was saying right, playoff run. Right, right. But they're like in a desperation yeah. mode, so they really have to. I mean, Kemba's going to play forty mm-hmm. plus. Forty-five. Yeah, they need him to do that, obviously, <laughs> right. to get into the playoffs. But and then Dwayne Bacon's going to turn it on. Yeah, again, but just <laughs> Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> Man, that guy, Dwayne Bacon. Um, just a weird situation, and I, you know, part of me does feel kind of bad for Tony because. I'm sure, you know, Tony doesn't care what I think or not, right. but, but, you know, I mean, back, had Andrew. DeJounte, yeah, Andrew's back here, had DeJounte, now, you know, gotten her before the move, yeah, then Tony would have had more would playing time here. here. He'd still be here. I mean, what that, and have, he could have done the, the Kobe effect or the Tim Duncan effect where you played your whole career with one team. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the kind of the hard part of this is that when you looked at Tony, he wants to play 20 years in the NBA. He wanted it all to be with the Spurs. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be going very well. Uh, this sort of this late game stretch with this with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. We'll stick into the NBA for like one more minute. Uh, yes. um, Zion Williamson, the star <laughs> of NCAA. So, Andrew uh, knows who Zion is. Yeah, oh Andrew wow! Knows yeah, Andrew knows. Zion. So here's cool. the question. No, because Andrew, don't be bad. <laughs> I, Andrew, I view you as like you're kind of the constant in like. <laughs> the hypothesis of most things and that like you're like the average sports fan there you go so it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> and just telling me to get out but it's one of those things where it's like, that was not an insult all right i'm just saying bye andrew andrew no. can you name five people on the hornets can you yes Bacon. do you want me to go Bacon. can you name two people on the hornets yes. name two people on the hornets no, <laughs> I don't think you can. I can. Really, David? Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> you can't just say bacon. Girl. Anyway, Girl. this was not supposed to be an argument. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but the point was, Zion Williamson, I had this conversation with someone the other day. Mm-hmm. When Zion Williamson gets drafted, he's already going to be a top 10, maybe a top five most recognizable NBA player. Absolutely, because he's been big since mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. I mean, since he was a I feel like you're cutting us short because you're mad at junior. me now. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. And that's, you know, an interesting thing because if uh, if Zion Williamson did not have to go under any sort of like a draft or, a, you know, what am I trying to say, like a, a draft scale where they pay, you know, like a certain mm-hmm. amount to the first, second, third pick. I mean, what would people pay, teams pay to 
get Zion Williamson. He would immediately be a super max (laughs) player. Immediately, every team would want Zion to be on their team because, Mm. like you said, the branding, he's a great player by all accounts. He's a great teammate, too. Seems like he really just loves to play. And, yeah, yeah, I think that would be uh, And going off on that, I mean, he's already super articulate. He knows how to work Mm -hmm. the interviews. I mean, I... He's been interviewed since he's, like, in eighth grade. It's just amazing to me. Like, he's funny with the interviews. He, like, defers to his teammates. He's smart about it. It's like, yeah. it's genius. But yeah. again, talking about getting paid, he's probably going to have a record shoe deal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, for sure, I think Nike's probably still got the inside track, even though they had the, uh, the whole shoe gate, the blown <laughs> shoe, shoe gate. Yeah. Love it. All right. Um, but yeah, Zion easily comes into the league and immediately is a star. I mean, he's a star right now. Yeah. We already. Oh. All right. 20 <laughs> seconds on the breakfast bed. Oh, um, okay. Wait, you don't want to talk commanders at all? I know. That's, no, no, 20 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Oh, commanders, commanders, you got a 20 second debrief on commanders. Go. Commanders, uh, crowds keep coming. I think this is showing the NFL right now exactly what San Antonio does. Stop. And Max is, Max is not feeling this argument. Stop. But, We're going to need a whole nother podcast for this argument. Okay, but here's the deal. I, mean, I told Bernice it was not going to be too controversial here. For a startup, for a startup league, the fact that they're drawing this sort of crowd and they're getting this sort of buzz, mm. I think says great things about them. Obviously they're winning, that's great, but at the end of the day, I think this is more of a, hey, showcase, we can we can bring fans in to uh-huh. do this thing. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna rebut and then you get whatever. So oh, here's man. the thing, mm-hmm. there's no one ever said San Antonio doesn't love football. Yeah, San Antonio loves football. Look right. at what happens when the Saints came here. Yeah. They packed the stadium every game. Absolutely. People in San Antonio, people in Texas love football. Yeah. That's not the problem. Right. The problem is an owner is never going to let it happen. Yeah. The McNairs and the Jones never going to bring a team here because it's going to steal from their fan base, their merchandise, and frankly, their money. Well, I think the best point you bring up about that is the ownership. Obviously, it's got to be a rogue owner, an outside the box owner who's not part of the Jones, Mm -hmm. like you said, McNair, Kraft, all these other guys that is obviously deep pocketed probably from San Antonio, maybe has made like a couple billion, whatever. That's the person that's going to have to do it. A person who's going to have to be like, hey, you know what? I don't care what Jerry Jones thinks. I don't care what anyone else thinks. But that's NFL, not- I'm willing to give you a brand new stadium. I'm willing to give you a market that is the fastest growing market. That's the way it happens. The ownership is the biggest part of this The whole thing. problem with that is it's like politics where you need a majority whip Sure. To whip up the votes, and you're not going to get the votes in the NFL because you're going against Jones, and you're going. And I know McNair doesn't have nearly as much pull as Jones, but you're going to need McNair too. Yeah, well, McNair also passed away, so the McNair family. Oh, yeah, yes. the McNair family. The McNair, you know what I mean? The McNair yeah. family. Yeah. That's why I said the McNairs. Yeah, so definitely them. So I mean, I think it's going to have to be that youth kind of mm-hmm. movement to bring in this uh, new ownership, but it's going to be someone from outside that little bubble and someone who's Andrew's a San Antonio native. I know Andrew. <laughs> All right. You're I'm right, sorry. I told you not. Podcast, that is a whole other podcast. Because I know Adrian tweeted it the other day. Shout out Adrian uh, Garcia. Yeah. He tweeted it, and I was so enraged because him on Twitter is just so frustrating. That's besides the point. Um, you like or you don't like the challenging the PI? Oh, I don't like it. And we'll I think there's a PI media. on every on every play. There's a PI. I, I mean, what do you do? I think it should only matter if there's like a late game, like a. But then you can't. How do you situation? distinguish between that and the first quarter? Well, I, th- I think when it comes down to the final two minutes of the game is when it, those are the most controversial. Uh, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. 
Well, if Andrew could show us. Yeah, Please, can I just can I have that last sign? Please, Andrew. You're like you're in here. I just want to see the sign. sign that just said shut up. This is this is what happens. Also, this is Andrew. This is Andrew's hand. This is what happens when RJ brings up controversial topics. Man, that that, you're to right. That about. has to be its own uh, podcast this is it. for sure. All right. So anyway, uh, breakfast bet. Next game. Who is it? Spurs got who? Spurs have got Cleveland, and mm. then they got Sacramento. Um, and really, it's a pretty Atlanta. I don't want to take that. any of those bets. Yeah, Who's playing I know, tonight? I know you don't want that. Also, can uh, we also mention big brag here? Bill Brahas now owes me breakfast taco, sure. and so does Justin. Does he? Did Bill give you your breakfast taco yet? Not yet. Yeah. So why? <laughs> so I expect better of you, though. You're held to a higher uh, standard, well, you know, morally. Yeah, All right, know. give me give me one bet tonight. Ugh, Pacers Thunder, uh, Warriors Grizz. This What's is the a terrible. This is schedule. not a good slate. Yeah. <laughs> give me uh, give me Grizz plus eleven. Grizz plus eleven. Yeah. All right, I'll take that. All sure. Right, uh, so you're taking Grizz plus eleven. Uh oh. Yeah. Go Dubs. Wow. All right. Andrew's now. Andrew's mad. mad. He's holding oh, my no. phone and he's mad. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. David Sears says thank you too. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Run It Back KSAT. And if you like what you heard, which eh, <laughs> make sure to subscribe. We're on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Apple, what is it? Google Play Stitcher, Store, Spotify. Stitcher. Hey, I want to say from everyone that's listened or played, uh, thank you so much because mm-hmm. our numbers have gone up. For the past couple of weeks, I think we went over 200 downloads or plays this wow. past week. So, yeah, really appreciate all the love that you guys are showing. And we're going to have a fire yeah. title with this one Manu Memories. <laughs> yes. Who doesn't Best love Manu Memories? Manu Memories. All right. Thank you so you much. You bring up the bat. That's crazy. Anyways, bye. That, I, I dropped the mic. It's over. <laughs> the pen has been dropped.